It's Sunday, June 4th, 2023. Welcome to the Merkel Treehouse. Ladies and gentlemen, Congress and the President have managed to strike a deal to steer clear of a collision with the infamous debt ceiling. Did you know that this wouldn't have been the first time the U.S. defaulted? Oh no, no, my friends. The U.S. has actually defaulted on its obligations not once, not twice, not thrice, but four times in the past. Don't just take my word for it. Go ahead and do your own research to uncover this fascinating piece of history. Do you all know what the most recent U.S. default was? Here's a hint. Ask yourself what the f*** happened in 1971. We'll get back to the debt ceiling discussion. For now, let's shift our focus to something a little more positive. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. on the march. Dr. Saifedean Amos, the brilliant mind behind the book The Bitcoin Standard, has been appointed as the economic advisor to El Salvador's National Bitcoin Office. The Texas legislative session brought some remarkable wins for Bitcoiners. Texas SB 1929, a pro-mining bill, soared to success, while Texas SB 1751, an anti-mining bill, met its defeat. And there's more good news for Texans. With the passing of HB 1666, fractional reserve crypto banks like FTX, Celsius, and BlockFi will be banned in Texas. Leave the fractional reserve banking with the fiat economy. There's no reason to pick up on their bad habits. Over to Satoshi, the robot assistant for the technicals. The Bitcoin hash rate is currently at 331.09 exahashes. This is up from 212.53 exahashes one year ago. This is an increase of 55.79%. Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 51.2, up from 29.91 one year ago. This is an increase of 71.37%. The block height at time of recording is 792,785. The Bitcoin network is amazingly super duper strong. Thank you, Satoshi. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, we have some positive news to share regarding the recent debt ceiling deal. President Biden's proposal for a Bitcoin mining excise tax has been dropped. But let's not forget, my friends, that while the debt ceiling deal may have temporarily averted a crisis, it does come with its own set of concerns. With the suspension of the debt limit, the U.S. Treasury is now in need of funds to fill its bank account. To do so, they are planning to sell a whopping $1 trillion worth of treasuries over the next two quarters, with $500 billion set to be sold in the next 30 days. This massive influx of treasury sales will undoubtedly have an impact on liquidity in the financial system. Analysts speculate that it may affect various assets, including the stock market and even hard assets like Bitcoin. Could a new slew of regional bank failures be on the horizon? We are sure to be into some turbulent waters. Today, we have two distinguished guests joining me in the studio to share their perspectives on the recent debt ceiling deal. Please welcome award-winning journalist and presidential candidate Morton Anger and Major Nathaniel P. Steele of the U.S. Space Force. Now, although these two gentlemen often find themselves on opposite sides of the spectrum, it seems they have found common ground in their assessment of this compromise. They both believe that this deal has the potential to become a disaster in the making. Is that right? Yes, Audrey. For once, the Major and I agree. It is a complete and utter disaster and needs to be dealt with very harshly, Audrey. What is it about this compromise that raises red flags for both of you? You first, Morton. 
Ladies and gentlemen, gather round and witness the grand illusion of our time. Abracadabra. Alakazam. Poof. The President's handlers and the swamp politicians in Congress have made the debt ceiling disappear before our very eyes. My good friends, the debt ceiling, that elusive and perplexing concept, has been suspended once again. But let me ask you, was it ever real to begin with? Or was it merely a smoke and mirrors act, designed to mesmerize and deceive us? Oh, the politicians, the puppeteers of this grand spectacle, have fooled us for far too long. They wave their wands and chant their incantations, creating an illusion of financial responsibility and accountability. They play their tricks, pretending to hold the reins of our economy while they rack up trillions in debt. But let me reveal the truth, my friends. The debt ceiling is nothing more than a carefully crafted act, a distraction to divert our attention from the real issues plaguing our nation. It's a clever trick, designed to keep us divided and fighting amongst ourselves while they continue their reckless spending spree. They wave their wand and suspend it, claiming it's necessary for the greater good. But in reality, it's just another trick to perpetuate their power and control. They pull rabbits out of hats, promising us a bright future while burdening future generations with an insurmountable mountain of debt. So let us not be fooled any longer, my friends. It's time to see through the smoke and mirrors, to break free from the illusion they have created. The debt ceiling has never been real, but the consequences of their actions are all too real for hard-working Americans. As I stand before you today, I declare that I will not be part of this charade. I refuse to play their game of deception and division. I will fight for transparency, accountability, and true fiscal responsibility. Together, we can expose the tricks, dismantle the illusions, and reclaim our financial future. Join me, my fellow Americans, in this quest for a brighter tomorrow. Together, we will unveil the real magic, the magic of freedom, prosperity, and a nation united. I am Morton Anger, and I am running for President of the United States to bring real change and expose the illusions that have held us captive for far too long. Let's make the corruption and incompetence in D.C. disappear for good and usher in a new era of honesty, integrity, and genuine progress. Together we will reclaim our power and restore the true magic of a government by and for the people. I'm Morton Anger and I approve of this message. No, Mort, we talked about this yesterday. You only have to say that last line in your ad. This isn't an ad. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Morton Anger's campaign manager, Vinny the sales guy. Mort, just do your reports like you always have. No need for the disclaimer. Okay, buddy? Sorry, Vinny. Running for president has been a challenging adjustment for me. Morton, your perspective on the debt ceiling issue certainly provides us with food for thought. Thank you for sharing your insights. Now, Major Steele, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this matter. What are your perspectives and concerns regarding the debt ceiling and its implications? Yes. While Mr. Anger's concerns are decidedly trite and filled with political rhetoric, my concerns are more deeply rooted in the reality of the dangers that lie ahead. I'd rather Mr. Anger refrain from running for president as we discuss important matters on the Merkel treehouse. It's a distasteful display for such an erudite individual. What did you just say, smart guy? I am deeply dismayed and concerned by the recent passage of the new debt ceiling deal, which has only resulted in a meager 3% increase in the military budget. This insufficient allocation fails to address the critical needs of our national defense and jeopardizes our preparedness for various potential threats, including the alarming possibility of an alien attack. I understand the concerns raised regarding the allocation of funds in the context of the Ukraine and Russia conflict. It is crucial to acknowledge that the arms industry plays a significant role in supporting not only our national defense, but also the livelihoods of many individuals and their families. 
Regardless of who is ultimately victorious between Ukraine and Russia, it is our responsibility to keep the conflict going for as long as possible. It is a form of power projection that is very important if our military is ever to subjugate the world to prepare us all for alien invasion. Also, the arms dealers and manufacturers who provide essential equipment and resources for the battlefield are not exempt from the need to support their families and ensure their well-being. By maintaining a steady income for these individuals, we contribute to the stability and welfare of our society as a whole. Moreover, the recent developments surrounding Casey Rotermore, who was previously responsible for the Ordinal's project, have only amplified our concerns. Despite his resignation, Rotermore remains a fugitive from the U.S. Space Force, and it is imperative that we capture him to prevent any further compromise of the time chain. In addition, the construction of the orbiting penal satellite to hold individuals like Rotermore is a crucial step in ensuring that those who pose a threat to our national security are brought to justice. To adequately address these challenges and fortify our military capabilities, the U.S. Space Force requires a significant investment. A budget of $4 trillion, solely dedicated to the U.S. Space Force, is essential to fund the development and deployment of cutting-edge space-based defense technologies, advanced research initiatives, and the expansion of our operational capacity. This substantial allocation will enable us to effectively safeguard our interests, both within and beyond Earth's atmosphere. Ladies and gentlemen, such madness would never fly in a Morton Anger administration. Major Steele, your views about war and conquest are chilling and wrong. A sound money standard with Bitcoin would discourage the battles you dream to engage in. Not if I can help it. Mr. Anger, weak-kneed pacifists like yourself disgust me. Bitcoin was meant to conquer. Whoa, whoa, hold the phone. Morton is not just some ordinary guy. He's got heart, he's got grit, and he's running for president because he believes in making a difference. And here you are, treating him with disrespect? That's not how we do things in my book, my friend. Morton saved my life, Major. He stepped up when I was in need, risking his own safety to pull me out of a dire situation. That kind of selflessness deserves nothing but respect. You owe Morton an apology right here, right now. Ha! Apologize? You have no authority to order me to do anything, you barbaric pissant. You apologize to Morton right now or I'll knock your block off, you egghead. It's all right, Vinny. This guy is a big jerk. He's just what the shitcoiners call a toxic Bitcoin maxi. Toxic? Oh, I'm much more than toxic. I'm freaking radioactive. If the shitcoiners think they had it bad last cycle, just wait until they get a load of me. I hope to fill up my penal satellite with the likes of Sam Bankman-Fried and Alex Mashinsky. Come on, Mort. Let me send a couple of associates to take care. I mean, talk real nicely to the major here. Ladies and gentlemen, what you have just seen is an example of the type of power projection it takes to conquer all your foes. See how I was able to get under their skin as I power projected all over them? I won! Ha! Ha! You didn't win anything, you piece of- Gentlemen, let's take a moment to cool things down. It seems that things have gotten a bit heated, and I believe it's important for everyone to take a step back and apologize to one another. No apologies are necessary. I'll let the Major's words stand on their own for the audience to judge. Well, to the victor go the spoils, so I should not be made to apologize. I'll just end by telling the audience that my upcoming thesis, Bitcoin, Have Fun Waging War, will be out soon on Amazon. And remember, Major Lowry stole all my ideas, and when this is released, his thesis, Soft War, will be revealed as the fraud that it is. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Let's end today's show on a lighter note, shall we? I send you now to the joke joint in Baghdad, Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Sarah Nichols. Get ready for a comedy ride that's sassy, 
fierce and full of laughs. You know, I've been thinking about the crazy world we live in, and I can't help but compare it to my dating life. It's like a roller coaster of emotions, with more twists and turns than a Bitcoin chart. <laughs> Let's start with the debt ceiling. Congress just suspended it again, and I can't help but wonder why they can't handle their finances like I handle mine. I mean, can you imagine going on a date with someone who's constantly maxing out their credit cards? It's like, honey, I love your enthusiasm, but if you keep maxing out those cards, our relationship might hit a debt ceiling of its own. and they suspended the debt ceiling until 2025. That's like putting a Band-Aid on a sinking ship and hoping for the best. It's like saying, let's just pretend the problem doesn't exist for a few more years, and maybe it'll magically disappear. Yeah, good luck with that, Congress. But you know what would solve all their budgetary issues? Bitcoin. Oh yes, move over, debt ceiling drama, because we're going hyper-Bitcoinizing, baby. Can you imagine if the government embraced Bitcoin? We'd have politicians giving speeches like, vote for me and I promise a Lambo in every garage. <laughs> and let's not forget the good old-fashioned hodlers, those folks who believe in the power of Bitcoin and never let go, no matter what. They're like the romantic partners who hold on tight even when the world is going crazy. We're in this together, baby. Let's ride this roller coaster of love and Bitcoin. But you know what? No matter how wild the financial world gets, we've got to find the humor in it. So here's my advice. When life gives you bear markets, make bear hugs. <laughs> After all, if you can't laugh at the dips and dives, you might just end up crying over spilled bitcoins. Thank you. You've been a fabulous audience. Thank you, Sarah. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Merkle Treehouse. Before we go, mark your calendars for an exciting event. BitBlock Boom, taking place from August 24th to the 27th in the vibrant city of Austin, Texas. Don't miss out on this incredible Bitcoin conference. Visit bitblockboom.com and make sure to use the promo code MERK to get a fantastic 10% discount. Join us again on Wednesday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare on the Merkle Treehouse. Until then, keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Horace Morris and the Merkle Treehouse Band. Greetings. This is Satoshi the Robot Assistant. Interface with all your nodes and friends to spread the word about the Merkle Treehouse. Thanks for listening.